What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode 45, just 5 away from 50. Feels like I just started, also feels like we were just watching the Vegas spring race. The season just flew by and I think these last few races are especially going to fly just because of how good yesterday's was and all the drama going on. I think the off season's going to be here before we know it and we're going to be wishing it was the bush clash weekend anyways we got a ton of stuff to talk about between the fights the playoffs potential penalties coming all kinds of different stuff it was a pretty pack filled race and kind of for the right reasons for once no blown tire issues no major rain racks just it was the first just kind of calm regular race we've had in a while and it just proves that with the right package or at least somewhat of a right package and just a normal track it's just that's all we need to see some good racings so anyways i want to get into this because i want to go over homestead too at the end so we'll get right into the standing so obviously logano's locked that was huge for him chastain's up 18 elliot is up 17 Hamlin's up 6, Byron's down 6, Briscoe's down 9, Blaney's down 11, Christopher Bell is down 23. So really the only major substantial thing is that Logano is locked in. Um, I think that Christopher Bell just being 23 points below, that's really not much. If he, I mean it, it looks like a lot, but the way these playoffs have been going I think if he goes and wins a stage or two at Homestead, he could be in a spot where he might be able to sneak through at Martinsville without a win. Anyways, I'll talk about that later. But I think the biggest takeaway from this race is that the Penske Fords seem to have picked up on something in the intermediates. And I thought the Toyotas were fast at the intermediates, but come to find out, they actually get to change their nose because I guess they have a pretty big aero disadvantage on mile well not mile and a half just in general so they'll be changing their nose but i think whatever they had that made them fast penske has kind of caught up and blaney logano even Cindric were the fastest cars all weekend i they had some issues but they just seemed to find their way to the front obviously with logano winning i thought chastain was fast obviously he couldn't do anything there at the end. He's one of the better, crazier blockers in the series. So, of course, he put up somewhat of a fight. But I just think those fresh tires and the speed that Logano had, was there was no chance for Chastain. Kyle Busch was right up there, too, in third. Um, he had a pretty good race. Had a lot of issues, but still made his way up to the top three. It was fun to watch him. I thought Reddick had glimpses where he was the fastest car out there also but then either he'd fire off really slow or his car would just go away at the end of the run so that was pretty interesting Blaney obviously was one of the best cars too just had that issue where he got loose and put him in a pretty big hole minus 11 he was gonna have a really strong finish I think he was really mad about that obviously he, they they think they're going to be really good at Homestead after the test that they did there. So I think Blaney has potential to go up there and take out Hamlin or Elliott. I was thinking about this. The way Hamlin and Elliott have been qualifying and just 
I mean, Ham- Elliott's been pretty bad, and Hamlin just been mediocre. So I think Hamlin needs to step it up at Homestead. Even though he said that he's confident about Martinsville, I think that it's such a track position race that I think um, he, being just six above, and Blaney potentially having really good speed next week, I think Hamlin might be in trouble. Like I said, Elliott, he's up 17, but he just doesn't run very good at Homestead. I think he'll find a way to get stage points and maybe survive, but one little issue could really hurt his chances. William Byron's the first car below the cutoff. Um, He won Homestead the last time we were here, so who knows what he could do. I don't expect him to go out there and win it, but maybe a couple good stages could get him closer. We'll just have to see. It's just really close. I I just don't know what to expect out of Homestead, so I just don't know how to make predictions. Briscoe had a strong run. He finished fourth, I think. He finished, um, that was good for him. Definitely better than most expected him to run. I didn't think he'd be able to run that well. He didn't pick up much stage points, but still a solid finish and definitely something to build off of and give him a shot to uh, pick up some more points at Homestead and maybe qualify well and just maintain track position at Martinsville. Then there's Christopher Bell. So he's been fast for weeks now, and he probably would have had another great run and gotten himself pretty close to the cutoff and maybe pass his teammate, teammate Hamlin. Probably would, actually. And then he obviously was a victim of the Bubba Wallace hook right rear wreck on Larson um so we I we saw that happen at least five times this race I felt like and in the Xfinity race maybe a few times as well definitely happened to Josh Barry and he went on to the win the race so just it's you watch that video of Bubba Wallace retaliating you forget what it was for because of how crazy he went but Larson's kind he's not notorious for doing this but he just he loves running doing those slide jobs from the bottom to the top and (laughs) underestimating where he is or overestimating where he is and it kind of ends up like that but I mean he he obviously was chasing the car and trying to stop it's not like I I don't he wasn't trying to force Bubba to lift like Bubba said Obviously, that's kind of part of it, getting in front of a guy and taking his line away, but I don't think Larson's, like, throwing an insane dive bomb, like, I'm just going to send it in here, and he can either lift or wreck. He's just trying to make the pass, trying to get the track position while he ha- while he sees it in front of him, and then he just chased it up the track, pinched Bubba. It was definitely warranted some anger out of Bubba Wallace I thought I mean most drivers get mad at that Blaney did it to Kyle Busch he flipped him off and then Chastain did it to Bush and Bush doored him but I just can't believe that Bubba turned down the track and just basically hit him at a 90 degree angle just cleared him clean out under green too it's not even like they were under caution they were that was a full just hook right rear hook right into the fence and 
just I don't I don't know how other people feel about this. I just I don't think people are making as much of a big deal about when he went up to him. I mean, I know a ton of people are, but I thought it was maybe worse than the first, the on-track thing. Obviously, the cars are dangerous right now, and Larson could or could have or could still have a concussion from that. And even Christopher Bell, too, will talk about that in a little bit, but... I think it's one thing to wreck a guy in those first five seconds, and I mean, I've never been in that situation, but we've seen it happen a lot. It's another thing to wreck him and then get out of the car and you have all that time to walk up to him and then deck him into the car and just keep pushing him and screaming at him. Obviously, Larson might have had the wind knocked out of him was probably just sitting there trying to catch his breath and he never like I think he looked said like what do you what the hell are you doing to Bubba but it's not like they were talking and Larson's like f you or he never denied what he did he he admitted that he was a little over aggressive so I think for Bubba to just keep going and deck him into the car and then keep pushing him and pushing him was just way over the top not saying what he already did wasn't over the top it was I mean I don't want to say do one or the other obviously just pushing him would have been the safest thing if you have to pick one but I don't know I just usually when a guy gets right reared like that it's the driver who gets wrecked that's jumping out of the car and wanting to fight someone it's I I been thinking and looking and I don't remember someone just destroying someone into the wall and then just getting out of the car and start beating him up still <laughs> and it just Larson goes in the interview and doesn't say one bad thing and I mean Larson has way more of a right to be mad than Bubba Wallace looking at that from the outside he He's just racing hard, trying to make a pass, makes a mistake, and then Bubba justifies clearing him, cleaning him out, and then attacking him on the front stretch by saying that Larson put him in that situation and wrecked his car before, and he said, now my car is junk, when I just find it hard to believe that we've seen dozens upon dozens of cars hit the wall like that and continue racing. Or they they continue racing for a few laps and then they spin or they something breaks like worse and slows the car away. I just, I don't know. Obviously, he's not going to go there and admit it and say, yeah, I turned down and wrecked him. But I think that his words in the next few days are going to say a lot about just 2311 as a whole and... I don't know, I mean, we've seen drivers do some pretty messed up stuff. I mean, Kyle Busch wrecked someone under caution. Kurt Busch had his moments. I just I, Larson wrecked Haley um, after the Busch clash, but I, I don't, I just, I've never seen someone do the double decker where you wreck them down the front stretch attack him and no one takes ownership for it even Denny Hamlin said I don't usually get in or he said those things are usually a driver to driver issue I don't usually get in the middle of it 
I, j I don't know how that could be a driver-to-driver -driver thing. It, it, hooking a guy down the right rear and guy. So if one driver doesn't like another driver, it's okay for him to settle it between the two of them just however they want. Just tear up cars. Uh, how can you not be mad that you're, he destroyed your teammate's car, Larson's car, and his own in a perfectly good race with a fast car uh it's just weird i don't I, it's i drivers are um stubborn and everything and you see drivers be forced not forced but they they have to apologize and it doesn't sound sincere but they do it i just you usually the team owner always steps up and says something about it though it's kind of weird to see the team owner respond like that and then it's just i don't know, it's just crazy I, I think that the one person that not person but the one wrong that isn't gonna respond like that is toyota because he's representing them and he's taking out one of their playoff cars and at the end of the day those they're the ones paying the bills and mcdonald's and so there's a lot of stuff going on and on top of bubble walls just being hated by so many people i think like you could defend him for a while i mean i don't think the guy deserves to be hated i'm not saying that but i think up until this point the regular nascar fan who really just likes racing and isn't concerned about the politics could defend him and like watching him but now it's just gonna be hard He's just going to get a lot of um, backlash, and I don't know. I just, you hate to see something like that happen. He just has so many eyeballs on him already, and there's so many people that have been wanting this to happen for years now, and then it happens, so it's just horrible. It just sucks. I mean, I, I don't know. And then another thing I thought was crazy is how... They asked him about Christopher Bell, who had just wrecked out of the race for good officially, and he just said, he like shrugged, I think, a little, and just said sports, which is just pretty much just contradicting what happened in the race, because if getting into the fence is just sports and just part of it, then maybe you shouldn't race if when it happens to you, you're going to take a guy out and then attack him every time and it's just I mean I think that's fair enough but anyways that was you hate to see that happen but it just adds a whole element to the race and it made it really good and I it gets everyone talking and excited and more into the race so there was that part of it at least anyways before we move on I'll just add I think obviously there's penalties coming I don't know, I can't think of a situation that was similar to this because there's just so many different circumstances and so much different things that go into it. So I think, I don't see how he can't be suspended for at least a race. It was probably one of the worst intentional wrecks we've seen at that speed in just so long. And the one thing is that I mean, I, I think he should be suspended for multiple races, honestly, because of what he did on the front stretch, but 
I don't know if you can like stack those together like he wrecked him plus he attacked him on the front straightaway I think it's more like okay he wrecked him going 180 hooked him that's a 200,000 one race suspension 30 points all right but then he attacked him on the front straight straight away okay that's $50,000 fine 30 points I don't think it's like you combine all three and make one huge penalty I think I, I don't know how they're gonna handle it and then he didn't go in the ambulance and this I how do you put that in writing if it's you're gonna penalize him for the entire five minute stretch of chaos <laughs> You never really know how NASCAR is going to handle these things. I, I would say there's going to be something like that. I'm sure Harvick will get a few race suspension because he looked over there funny. He'll probably lose his crew chief for all of next year. and He'll, <laughs> he'll probably have to start in the rear at Homestead. <laughs> but overall, it was a good race. There was no huge tire issues. There was just pretty much battles the whole race. Bush and Chastain went at it a little and Bush and Blaney and um, Ty Gibbs and Austin Dillon I think so that was just there was breaks in the races where stuff like that happened and there was just good racing I thought all around so I like that it's refreshing to get just a normal intermediate race where the racing's good all right the first defense move of the race goes to Logano's slide job into turns one and two with three to go i think he had way fresher tires yeah and his car was way faster but with three to go you don't get the opera you might not get the opportunity to set it up perfectly so i think he still kind of had to commit to a little bit of a risky move and he slid right in front of chastain and it was tight so that was a it was a good move and kyle bush was right there and if he had waited one turn longer I think Kyle could have actually gotten a run and passed some balls so that was a good move from Logano and he's just been getting it done I said it at the beginning of the playoffs I think he'll just find a way and that's literally exactly what he did and now he's going to the championship so that's a first defense move of the race well deserved and then the underdog of the race goes to AJ Dinger he's obviously not in amazing equipment and I think that these ovals aren't to his advantage and he hasn't been in a cup car much but he's actually finished in the top 10 in his last five starts in a cup race two of them were top five so he's been really good and he's gonna be carrying a little momentum into his full-time cup season next year I don't see why he wouldn't make the playoffs with all those opportunities he gets to win his way in at the plate races and the road courses and now that he's showing that he can run in the top 10, top 5 on these ovals, if he could get a little luck and get a win at an oval next year, that would be cool. So I'm actually really looking forward to see what he can do next year. I think I gave the underdog of the race to Justin Haley once in the, once or twice in the past couple weeks. So just calling in general seems like they took a little bit of a step. Yeah, the car helped with that, but what they got and they're getting better and improving and just working closer and closer to winning and competing on a consistent basis all right guys now we're gonna get into some race takes we got a bunch of them because obviously that race was so eventful 
eventful yesterday, which is cool. I like when we get a lot. You can leave them on my story. I post it right after the race usually. Sometimes I post it like in the middle so we get some live action. All right, the first one says, amazing comeback from Bush. Yeah, he had two issues where he ended up way in the back and he drove back to the front. So he's just... He's had such a fast car this year and keeps doing that. Just can't put a race together fully. All right, the next one says, I thought it was the first clean race in a while. Good drama, good winner, and plenty of wrecks. I agree. The The last handful of races, at least, have been pretty controversial and chaotic at some point in each of them. So I was happy. We just saw typical intermediate, but with some good action. The next one says the Bubba Bubba's the new Chastain, but worse. Um, yeah, Chastain hooked Harvick at Darlington, I think, kind of like that, and he he didn't beat him up after though, even though he was still running. I I just think that I don't know. It's I I wouldn't compare the two, but I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know if you're referring to when Chastain hooked Harvick or just because Chastain wrecks a lot of people, but yeah. Anyways, the race, the next one says the race was amazing the way it should be. Bubba needs to be parked classless. Yeah, it was a great race, and I think Bubba needs to be parked how long for NASCAR parks him? I don't know. Um, if he doesn't get parked one race, it's just not how I don't think you can I think when you take the driver out of the car and they sit out for a week it sets sends a bigger message than anything else you can do money points so yeah how long they do it for I think it could be anywhere from one race to the rest of the season um I would guess the way NASCAR is one race but we'll have to see all right, the next one. When asked about his, te- when asked about taking out his teammates, Bubba replied, "Sports, yeah." I talked about this a little bit earlier. That just isn't a cool thing to say. Um, just because how many situations, like there's so many situations. I'm sure Bubba's been in in his career where if someone just said sports, he wouldn't feel too good about it. All right, next one. It was absolutely amazing. I'll, I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, I think 8.5 is a solid um, score for that race. Definitely had the potential to be a 9, but also had the potential to be a 5 with the way we've seen some of these races go. All right, the next one just says Larson. <laughs> I said drop a take on the race. Bubba versus Larson, playoffs, etc. And this one just says Larson. All right. I don't know what that means. All right. The next one, Bubba is mentally unstable. He needs meds. No comment. This one says Bubba and fans are going to blame the hate on his race. And it's stupid. That I don't know what you mean. Oh, I get it. So you're saying that Bubba is going to blame all the backlash that he gets from what he did because he's black. So, yeah. Um... I think that he got so much hate already that it's just doing this is just puts him in such a bad spot. I just it's horrible situation and I just I hate that there's that much politics involved in it. it just 
no a true nascar fan like that just likes racing just doesn't want that at all and just wants to watch and just see good racing bubba needs to be parked is the next one i i agree for at least a race unpopular opinion larson started the whole thing and deserves something but not that i don't think that's unpopular opinion i think Larson started yeah he started it he made an over aggressive move it was a mistake and he deserves something but we saw Bush take a swipe at um who was it Briscoe's bumper when Briscoe did that to him he just kind of got his car upset a little and then Blaney did it to Bush and Bush flipped him off so then he did that, and then Chastain also did it to Bush on the last lap, and Bush just kind of hit his, just doored him under caution. So there's a difference between showing your displeasure with someone and saying don't do that again and ending his whole race. I've said it a million times in the podcast, but... Alright, the next one, I'm guessing Bubba did what Chase wanted to do a couple times this year. Yeah, Chase and Larson have had their run-ins. I, I was actually driving in the driving down the highway today and someone cut me off and I wanted to just flip them. Just pit them and just flip them 15 times, but usually I don't do everything I want to do. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> that's it for race takes. <laughs> Alright, I think that's everything with the cup race. Uh, the other things that happened was Kurt Busch announces retirement. That was pretty sad, pretty rough to watch. Um, he's had such a good career, and I think he's been satisfied. Not satisfied, but he's accomplished pretty much everything he's wanted. Championship, tons of races, the Daytona 500. I mean, he didn't go on his own terms, but he went knowing that he probably accomplished way more than he thought he ever could. And I think he's going to be around and maybe race in the all-star race and make a lot of appearance, be at the track. And that'll be cool because he's probably one of the most popular guys in the sport, sport nowadays. And I think he can be just as productive being on the other side of things productive and positively contributing to nascar like maybe doing some broadcast stuff obviously he does the truck races a lot and he's probably gonna have a big role in 2311 depending on what happens with that so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what kurt does and i'm glad he said that he's gonna be sticking around so with that, obviously Reddick's going to be at 23.11, so RCR isn't going to be racing him. I think we all kind of suspected that a little. No one seemed really surprised. He obviously didn't have a team going. They weren't announcing crew chiefs and numbers and yada, yada, yada for the cup, for a third cup car. So that's that. Um, then the Xfinity Series race Saturday was really good. Gregson obviously the dominant car and kind of got mired back after the 10 got loose in, in front of him and Josh Berry took advantage of that and hit the wall but kept racing and won and it's he's got just a crazy story now he's racing for the championship and he's a great short track racer and Phoenix has that aspect to it so 
I don't know, Josh Berry could contend. I think he's going to have to beat his teammate Gregson. Um, I don't know how Gregson can't not won't make the playoffs. He's just so good at Martinsville, so good at Homestead, and he's got such a big points lead. I think he'll be okay as long as nothing detrimental happens. But I do think there's going to be three different playoff winners, Gregson probably being one of them, and then I think Dinger could win. He does need have some work to do. He's just not the best on ovals. Not it's he's he's good on ovals. It's his it's his car that he can't get he can't get the car to do what he wants it to do. So it's gonna be tough for him. Um, I'm gonna actually check where he finished at Martinsville earlier in the spring. He did finish third, so he just always finds a way to run up front even if his car is not fast so if he just has a decent if he can get some big stage points next week and then have a good race at martinsville or win i think he's gonna make it i really want to see him i think it's gonna come down to him gregson gibbs and barry obviously because barry are already won but i think now that barry won it's gonna make for just a wicked competitive final car making it through because Gregson and Gibbs are going to be tough to outpoint if you don't win and Gregson's up 44 Gibbs is up 25 but if Dinger wins Homestead and then Brandon Jones who actually won Martinsville in the spring is leading Martinsville again then Gregson and Gibbs are going to be battling for that last spot. So it's just so competitive in the Xfinity series, and the races are always great. But I don't know how you can keep Gregson out of the championship. He seems like he can just do whatever he wants right now. All right, um, now I'm going to go over my picks and what I expect out of the truck and cup race. So, oh, yeah, my pick for the Xfinity race is... Algaier. I don't I don't know how you can bet against Gregson, but I just pick him so much. I, I picked Algaier. Moving on to the truck race is actually the finale before Phoenix, so that should be a really good race too. I think the KBM trucks will be good and I think it's gonna come down to Majeski, who already won at Bristol. And Chandler Smith is up thirty, Zane Smith is up eighteen, Ben Rhodes is up three. I think Chandler Smith will point his way in. I don't think he will win. And then I think John Hunter Nemechek or Zane Smith is going to win the race. And I think that if Zane Smith wins, I think that Nemechek will find a way to point his way in. And he's five below the cut line, but I think he's going to be really fast in the stages and have a good race and get it done. So... Basically, I think the final four is going to be Majeski, Smith, the Smiths, and John Hunter Nemechek. And my race pick for that race is John Hunter Nemechek. All right, moving on to the cup race. I'm going to go with Larson. Uh, I want to support the guy after he got attacked. And he's so good here at running the top. And I think he's he's going to win one. He's had a lot go the wrong way these past couple of weeks, but I think he's going to get it done. The cup race, I don't know how it's going to be. I've heard that 
the bottom might not be very fast so guys are going to be stuck at the top and if that's the case i think the way to pass is to bomb it in in the middle and then slide up in front kind of like a bristol style pass slide job sort of thing and that'll that'll make for a lot of slide jobs gone wrong in more fights like we saw last yesterday and i hope i think there will be a lot of tire wear too which will play a big factor in this race a really big factor um it's a really abrasive surface and if you can i think manage that then you can run up front even if you don't have the fastest cars but the rumor is that the Penske cars are going to be the guys to beat. So we'll see how Reddick, Larson, and Kyle Busch and some of those other guys who are really fast on intermediates can compete with them. Maybe even Bell and Hamlin. And then some, there's some guys who haven't been running good like Elliott. See if he can step it up. Alright, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. I'm glad we got to see a pretty solid race weekend for the first time since what feels like the first round, like a Darlington or Kansas. We should see another three great races, just even if the racing isn't great, I think that the way it's all set up with the truck cut off and we know the Xfinity Series race will put on a really good show. And I think that Martinsville is not somewhere these guys want to go and have their championship fate be on the line so i think that this is going to be the race that most guys are circling to either get a really good points day or win their way through so that'll make it competitive and just overall good so i hope you guys like this episode we had a ton of stuff to talk about i tried to just tell it how it is but I don't know, a lot of controversial stuff going on. I think that can be really good in small doses, and when it's combined with really good racing like yesterday, it's re- it's amazing, but hopefully it doesn't become the topic constantly throughout these races, especially going into next year. But anyways, I hope you guys have a good week. See you next Sunday or Monday, and I hope you guys enjoy the races over the weekend. Peace. Alright guys, we got a bonus real quick. I just checked my phone and Bubba Wallace issued an apology. It says, I want to apologize for my actions on Sunday following the on-track incident with Kyle Larson in the number 5 car. My behavior does not align with the core values that are shared by 2311 Racing and our partners who have played a crucial role in my incredible journey to the top of this great sport. I want to apologize to NASCAR and the fans along with Christopher Bell, Joe Gibbs Racing, and Toyota for putting them in a situation in the playoffs they did not deserve. I compete with an an immense passion, and with passion at times comes frustration. Upon reflecting, I should have represented our partners and core team values better than I did by letting my frustrations follow me outside of the car. You live and learn, and I intend to learn from this. So it sounds like he's just apologizing for... Hmm, this, I don't, I don't know. It sounds like he's, at the end he says, letting my frustration follow me outside of the car. So I don't know if he's apologizing for what he did to Larson after, but then in the beginning it says, I want to apologize for my actions on Sunday following. Oh, okay, so he's just apologizing for 
the thing afterwards. So this looks like to me that he's sticking to the car was broke and it turned down by itself. Um, and he doesn't even apologize to Larson. He just says apologize for my actions. I don't know. I mean, I, I at this point, an apology doesn't really fix anything. Um, and it just, he just doesn't acknowledge that what he did to Larson is the part that is worse than everything else. Like, he, it was all directed at Larson, to Larson. It wasn't at McDonald's or Joe Gibbs, his sponsors and Toyota. So it just doesn't, makes it feel not genuine. I mean, as someone looking at it from the outside who could really care less what Bubba does and who he apologizes to and everything, I just think that the way it's worded, it's not like he regrets right rearing him and then going up to him and pushing him and everything seems like he doesn't see anything wrong with that and that it was warranted because well it's weird because you apologize to your sponsors but you don't apologize to the driver you did that to so who are you really apologizing i'm just i'm not trying to criticize everything the guy does I'm just looking at it from the outside perspective. And I think that going to these next few races, if he's not suspended, tells a lot about how he truly feels about it. And I think there's nothing wrong with being passionate and getting into stuff. But if you're passionate and, um, I don't know, your competitive competitiveness overcomes you and you do something like that, I think... I don't think it's okay, but I still think you can take a step back and and know you did something wrong and apologize for it. And I think that guys are super competitive, but they know that a hit like that into the wall is not good for anybody. And I don't think Bubba Wallace is any different. I just don't think he wants to swallow his pride this early and say, that he should have done that um so yeah we'll see how he handles it in these next couple weeks i really don't have a super strong opinion on it. i just don't want to see three cars get completely destroyed and guys getting shoved into their cars and playoffs getting flipped upside down over stuff like that it's just not it's just we don't nascar doesn't need it so yeah that's my stance on it um do what you want with all that i don't know it's pretty sensitive stuff i guess nascar's in a pretty tough spot i mean you would think it'd be straightforward just a steep penalty where guys aren't going to do stuff like that anymore that's it no at least one race suspension maybe two maybe three i don't know maybe park them for the rest of the season i think the easiest way to get at a driver is to not get at a driver but get is it get their attention and maybe scare them is when it takes when money gets taken off the table like sponsorships don't see those races or owner or points and you finish lower in the standings and 
stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I hope it all gets handled good and the racing goes back to normal. But anyways, I hope you guys like that. I added that. I checked it after and it popped up, so I figured I should talk about it real quick. But anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Peace.